So, welcome to the Minds That Matter podcast. In today's episode, we talk about a mind-blowing strategy to deal with depression, anxiety, and PTSD. And we call it RTR, which is loosely translated as Repetitive Thought Rewire. Now, having mental illness can trigger terrible isolation and loneliness in us. Yet there are hundreds of millions of people around the world who suffer with depression, anxiety and PTSD. So in reality, you're definitely not alone. Mental illness is a global pandemic and it's growing. And we're in a mental health crisis right now. So what is depression? It's described as a black cloud I believe Winston Churchill referred to it as the black dog. Mental cancer, maybe. Others describe it as a feeling of darkness, mental exhaustion. You feel empty, you feel hopeless. You might feel numb. You might feel regret, deep regret at how your life has turned out. You might feel terrible frustration with everyday life. You might have huge rage inside of you. Maybe you have tremendous anxiety on a daily basis. Maybe you're living in constant fear of everything. Perhaps you worry about money. Do you live every day in dread that you're going to run out of money or that you won't have enough money to retire on? Or maybe you have a fear that you're never going to meet the right person And that triggers a terrible sense of loneliness in you. Are you terribly angry at how life has treated you? Have you been dealt with really rough cards in life? Maybe you've lost a loved one, or a close friend, or you've gone through a painful divorce or breakup. You know, the death of a relationship can trigger or exacerbate your depression where you feel there's no end in sight. And one of the biggest challenges we have as a human race, and it's so common to feel this, it's that feeling of deep regret. Why didn't I take that job? Why didn't I work at that relationship? Why did I mess up my life? Why am I in a miserable job I hate? Why didn't I go for my dreams? Why was I not nicer to my parents? Why did my relationships fall apart? What if I would have taken a different road in life? You know, as a human society, we have so much to deal with. We have so many challenges in life. And life is hard. Life is challenging. Extremely challenging. So what do we do? Some look to YouTube, a podcast, books, music to lift themselves. Whilst others can only find solace in drugs, smoking or alcohol. But we need to ease the pain to reduce the suffering. The bottom line is we don't want to suffer. We don't want to be depressed. We don't want to be anxious. We don't want to be miserable. We don't want to be frustrated. We want to live as best a life that we can. We want to be free from pain and suffering. Okay, so let's get to the nuts and bolts of this strategy. But before I do, I just want to stress that I'm not a therapist and any of these strategies that we talk about are tools to cope and should ideally be complemented with professional counselling. 
You know, the reality is that we can't have professional counselling on a daily basis. So having coping strategies at our disposal is extremely invaluable. So RTR is a game changer. You know, we believe that it can drastically change your life. So what is RTR? So working on the premise that when we suffer with depression or anxiety, it would be safe to say that we're pretty much plagued with negative thoughts all day long. You know, the basic idea of RTR is that you can't control the first negative thought that comes into your head, but you can the second. When I first heard this, it had such an impact on me. Let me say it again. You can't control the first negative thought that comes into your head, but you can the second. In practical terms, RTR is when we actively replace every single negative thought with a positive thought. Let me say that again. We actively replace every single negative thought with a positive thought. Essentially, most of our thoughts reflect our perceptions towards things. So in essence, you are consistently changing your perceptions towards things continuously throughout the day. So even though we can feel powerless over the first thought, we can actually create a sense of control over the second. And as a result, eventually free ourselves from the constant negative thinking. Now look, I feel the best way that I can explain what RTR is, is to give you some examples of how we use it. Starting with something that we would deem to be at the bottom of the ladder of depressive thoughts, the weather. So bear with me on this, and I promise we'll progress on to deeper material. I just wanted to start off with something easy. So let's say you take a look outside and, and it's raining. So for most of us, our first thought would be something like, oh no, how depressing, it's raining. So using that principle, I can't change the first thought, but I can change the second, you would then introduce a new thought. So in this case, your new thought could be, oh look, how nice that it's raining. I love the sound of the rain and I how cool the flowers and the grass and the trees will get some well-deserved water. So another example. Perhaps you're about to go for a job interview and your first thought is, I'm not good enough for this job, I'm going to flunk the interview and I won't be offered the position. After having that thought, immediately introduce another thought. Something like, I trust in my abilities. I am proud of my achievements in the past. I value myself and I believe I have a good chance of getting this job. Another example of how this works. I hate my job, I feel unfulfilled and I can't see a way out. Your next thought could be, I believe in myself. I can do anything I set my mind to and I will go all out to find a job that I enjoy. Another one might be, I can't meet the right person and I'm going to be lonely for the rest of my life. Your next thought could be, the right person will come along one day, I just haven't met them yet. I'm a great person and I have a lot to offer and one day someone will value me and appreciate for me for who I am. Let's have another. You lose a loved one and this person was the world to you and you feel devastated and empty. Your grief is unsurmountable. Now look, grief can be crushing and absolutely knock you for six. But one common thought to have is, 
I'll never get over the loss of this person. I'll never stop grieving. But you can introduce another thought, such as, time does heal. I'm going to allow myself to grieve for as long as I need to, and that's okay, and I will heal. Let's say you go through a divorce or a breakup, and Lord knows they are soul-destroying, incredibly painful, and they drag your heart and soul through the ringer. One of the most common thoughts to have is that I'll never get over this person, or I'll never meet anyone like them. Now you can challenge that thought and replace it with something like, I will allow myself to grieve over this breakup for as long as I need to, but there will come a time where I will meet someone else and I will love again. So why is this so powerful? Well, because this is a strategy where you take control of your thoughts rather than taking control of you. So let's say that again because it, it's so powerful and it's so important. Take control of your thoughts rather than them taking control of you. You know, you may have heard of the expressions monkey brain or negative chatter. This is where your mind will consistently think negative thoughts throughout the day, often relentlessly. So why does the mind do this? Because it has been conditioned to do that, and it's gotten into a pattern of negative thinking. The good news is that you can turn that around. But to make an everlasting change to your thought processes, you need to consistently challenge your negative thoughts throughout the day, and you have to do it repeatedly. You know, this is why we call this therapy repetitive thought rewire. It's only by constant daily practice that you will begin to rewire the negative thought patterns into positive ones. At first, it will seem extremely monotonous and probably feel fake. But in a very short time, you should notice a shift in the way that you think and view things. You know, it's like anything, practice makes perfect. And the more effort you put in with this, the quicker the results and the bigger the transformation. The mind can be extremely persistent with its negative thinking. You know, they say that we have between 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day. So it's no wonder that many of them are negative. The bottom line you need to ask yourself is how much do you want to be free of this negative thinking? How much do you want to feel less depressed, less frustrated, less angry, more at ease, more fulfilled, more positive? In just a few weeks, you could potentially turn your life around drastically. But it's like anything. And the last thing you know, I want to do right now is to sound like some motivation coach. But how long have you suffered? Let me say that again. How long have you suffered? How much have you suffered? Isn't it time to start living your life? Isn't it time to start enjoying life? Isn't it time to free yourself from the shackles of negative thinking? There's only one person that can do it, and that's you. You know, they say that it takes 21 days to create a new habit. Take three weeks out of your life and just practice this simple tool and your life will change. But again, I have to emphasize, you've got to be incredibly disciplined with this and make a conscious effort to be mindful of every negative thought you think. The beauty is that this is a mind exercise, so you can do it anywhere. On the train to work, in your office, at the breakfast table, when you wake up and you're lying in bed and you're going through incredible anxiety or depression or both, focus on what you're thinking about. Introduce new thoughts. Remember, 
However bad things are, however much pain you're going through, you are number one. Make this change and change your life. So welcome to episode two of the Minds That Matter podcast, where I talk about tools to help you cope with depression, anxiety, and PTSD. This episode is titled, You Have to Go Back to Be Able to Go Forward, because so many of us carry around our past traumas and repressed emotions, such as anger, resentment, fear, and frustration. And all of the pain and suffering and conflict experienced in the past got pushed down and buried inside of us. And as a result, we became easily triggered in our daily lives today. One of the biggest causes of mental or physical suffering is the inability to truly express ourselves. Day in, day out, we bury our feelings and feel total and utter frustration at not being able to express what we truly want to express. And this is especially prominent with past trauma and challenging situations that we experience growing up. As we go about living our lives today, there is so much unresolved conflict inside of us that it's not difficult for old wounds to open up. Furthermore, because we live in this civilized society, where we are taught to be polite, respectful, and appropriate with our behavior, we have to constantly contain our true feelings and suck up the inner frustration that we feel inside. So looking back at your past, how did you suffer? How old were you? Were you a child? Were you an adolescent or young adult? Was this later in your adult life? What were your challenges? Were you depressed? Were you anxious? Did you feel isolated? Did you have friends? What was your relationship like with your parents or parents? Did you get along with your siblings? Were you treated with respect by your parents and your siblings? What about extended family, such as cousins, uncles and aunts? What was your experience with them? What about friends? Did you have friends? What were they like? How did they treat you? Did you have just one best friend? Or were you completely alone? So in the next video, I'm going to show you a technique entitled Healing Painful Memories and Past Traumas. A word of warning, it's not for the faint-hearted, and ideally should be done under the supervision of a qualified therapist. But here's the thing. Whilst I'm a huge advocate of professional counselling, the reality for many people is that it's not always possible to see a therapist, and there are many reasons why. Perhaps it's too costly for you to have regular therapy. Perhaps your work schedule doesn't allow for it. Perhaps you are without childcare, or you are very limited with childcare. These days, many counsellors are available via Skype or Zoom, but perhaps it's challenging to have privacy in your own home. There are a multitude of reasons why counselling, or at least regular counselling, is not practical for you, 
And that is why having tools at your disposal is a godsend and potentially life-saving. So let me give you a little introduction to this technique called Feeling Painful Memories and Traumas. And in the next video, we'll get right on with how you do it. We've all had painful childhood memories and traumas, and many of us have been affected mentally and physically, in severe cases, traumatized by these memories. The thing is, as children or adolescents growing up, we struggle to process those memories and likely repressed our feelings as a coping mechanism. Those repressed feelings contain so much pain and suffering, and as a result, manifested in depression, anxiety, and PTSD. You know, there's a saying, you've got to feel to heal. And the painful childhood and trauma healing technique I'm going to show you involves immersing yourself in that pain and suffering, but with a sense of control. You may feel a ton of grief, and that's okay. In fact, it's good. It's what you need to do. Crying allows us to cleanse the soul and releases potentially years and years of grief. Imagine how much depression and anxiety is being caused by that internal grief. Imagine how hard your mind and body have to work to process that grief. Imagine how much energy it takes up. Remember, when we cry, we release anger, depression, frustration, anxiety, you name it. In fact, they say that crying cleanses the windows of the soul. So in the next video, I'm going to show you how this technique works. And I want to stress, if it becomes too painful or intense for you, just open your eyes and stop the technique. Remember, there is no shame if you feel too upset to go through with this technique. All it means is that you're not emotionally ready yet and that's okay. In the next video, before we start this technique together, it may be best to pause this video because you're going to need to think of a painful childhood memory or a time when you felt depressed or anxious or feelings of shame or overwhelm or isolation or trauma. How old were you? When did this happen? Please let me stress that you can stop at any time, and if it gets too much, just open your eyes. If you feel grief, anxiety, or terrible upset, be mindful that however painful the feelings are, they are better off out than in. The hurt that you carry inside needs to be let go of, but it's not an easy process, and you need to be patient and compassionate with yourself. It's important that you don't get frustrated with yourself or beat yourself up for feeling too much grief, or even not enough grief. Bottom line, go easy on yourself. Our next video will show you how this strategy works, but to really get the most out of it, write down or have a think about a specific memory in the past that you wish to heal. When was this? What were you doing? What was going on? Who was involved? if anybody. Doing this, you will be able to really connect with this strategy. And I look forward to seeing you then. And always remember, you are number one.